Welcome to 12 Minutes of Mental Health by Dr. Jeremy Crosby, exploring mental health symptoms, how they work, and what to do about them. While one out of every four people is dealing with a diagnosable mental health condition, everyone experiences stress and could benefit from understanding and building healthy coping skills. In this world, the issues of mental health affect everyone. The skills you need are learnable, stress is manageable, and life can be good. Hi, welcome back. I'm Dr. Jeremy Crosby. This is 12 Minutes of Mental Health. This week on the podcast, we are talking about the topic of stress. What is stress? How does stress actually work? What kinds of things should you look for if you think you might be under stress? Let's talk about these things and figure out some solutions, ways to reduce your stress and hopefully make life better. There are some different types of stress. First of all, we have physical stress. Now, the actual definition of physical stress, this is any specific situation or event that actually threatens the health of your physical body. It has an undesirable effect on how you function physically. Psychological stress, this is usually what people are thinking when we hear the term stress. This is anything that actually challenges or interferes with your ability to think, make decisions, and function effectively in your daily life. So what things are stressful? The reality, different things are stressful to different people. Let's take a look. What things should you look for to see if you might be under stress? First of all, the physical body. When you're under stress, your heart rate tends to speed up. You might have sweating or shaking. Some people, you might notice their hands will shake or possibly even their entire body if the stress is intense enough. Many people feel nervous or have that what we call butterflies in the stomach feeling. Some people have dry mouth and you might also have frequent urination or in severe cases, possibly even diarrhea. In terms of your mental functioning, the thing to look for is what we call impaired thinking or mental performance. You might have difficulty actually thinking or making decisions. You might have poor judgment. Overall, when you're under stress, anxiety elevates, and as we've discussed previously, when that occurs, the frontal lobes, that front part of your brain where you're consciously aware and you make intentional decisions, it starts gradually being impaired and going offline. On a longer-term basis, when people are under chronic stress, people have illness or ongoing tiredness or fatigue. Many people experience frequent colds or infections, or you might be sick and you just cannot seem to get over that illness. Other things to look for, chronic headaches, asthma, stomach problems, back pain, 
some people have breakouts on their skin or other related, often diffuse physical symptoms. In dealing with stress, as we mentioned, different things are stressful to different people. It can be useful to identify specifically what events or situations or things in your life you find personally stressful. In therapy, one assignment that I often give is for people to sit down, literally, with a pen and paper and start to make a list. What are the things that I personally experience as being particularly stressful? We all have stress. That's part of the nature of daily life. What are the long-term effects of stress if you don't cope with it or deal with it effectively? Here's some things to look for. Worry, being confused, feeling as if your life is just out of control, feeling overwhelmed. If you feel overwhelmed for long enough, many people wind up feeling hopeless and feel like just giving up. For many people, it leads to many of the symptoms of depression. Your mood might be affected. You might feel anxious or depressed. You might feel perpetually frustrated. You might even start to feel irritable or even hostile toward other people. Some people experience the effects of stress as an inward sense of feeling helpless, being impatient, or finding that you are just irritated with everything and everybody. One of the classics many people have difficulty in regard to their sleep. Trouble falling asleep, staying asleep. Some people also find that they wake up too early in the morning if they're stressed. You might also find that your sleep is not restful. The sleep is restless and you wake up tired and not refreshed. Some other things to look for in terms of indicators of stress. Many people, when they're under stress, tend to use more alcohol and they tend to smoke more than what would be typical for them on an average day or week. Overall, if you start to feel like your life is out of control or if you start noticing that your ability to function just in normal, daily, everyday types of tasks or routines is becoming impaired, start thinking, oh, maybe I'm experiencing more stress possibly than I realized. Let's shift gears just a little bit. Stress management strategies. We all experience stress. We all also need some strategies healthy coping skills to utilize as a way of dealing with the stress and managing these daily challenges of life. The first strategy is what we call maximize your best time of day. Some people are morning people. Some people are night owls. Other people, they don't have a particular pattern. If you can identify a certain time of day that you tend to function the best. Try to be productive during your best time of day and put the most important tasks during that 
window of time. What about the other times of day when it's really not your best? Utilize those times of day to rest or possibly even just do some very mundane tasks that are useful but do not require your full attention or your top ability. Overall, this is what we call using uptime and downtime to your advantage. Another strategy has to do with being prepared. If you can look ahead, say on your schedule, and you notice some upcoming event or situation that you can anticipate might be rather stressful, do a little bit of planning. Be prepared to the extent that you reasonably can and also without putting too much effort into it and just becoming obsessive. With a plan, we tend to feel a little bit more confident and ready for situations that we know might be more stressful. The next two strategies go together. The first, stop living in denial. Overall, to cope effectively, we have to deal with reality, the reality of the things that are happening in our lives. Identify that and then become willing to accept, okay, this is the reality of this situation. Now, what are my solutions? What are my options? What do I reasonably do about this? The other strategy is very similar. Stop avoiding things. When a situation presents itself, identify it, use your problem-solving skills, and deal with it. Don't avoid everything. All that does is build up the levels of stress to higher and higher levels in the long run. Another strategy that many of my clients utilize is they keep a list or a notebook of ideas. They write things down when something comes to mind. What this does is it gives you a written record of maybe an important idea right when that idea occurred to you. Many people have told me if they don't write it down immediately, the idea just evaporates. Another strategy many of my clients have utilized and benefited from, keep learning. One thing I recommend to clients, read at least three pages every single day. It does not really matter what you're reading. It does not have to be a technical journal or manual. Just the fact that you're reading on a regular basis, you're getting input into your brain, you are feeding your mind good information. This keeps your mind active. As a result, many people are better able to think and problem solve. Another strategy is to seek out the wisdom or experience of other people when you are dealing with a situation maybe that is outside of your own base of experience or it's something you've not dealt with in the past. This is good advice. However, use good judgment. Be careful who you take advice from. Not everyone out there has good, prudent, wise advice. Another strategy that many of my clients utilize is to use questions to clarify your own thinking in dealing with a stressful situation. Let's look at some examples. What is the real issue here? 
what are some reasonable solutions to this situation? How real is this situation? Am I overreacting? Am I blowing it out of proportion? Another question. How would a wise or highly experienced person handle this and then think from that mental framework? What is it that I really want in this situation? And finally, for this situation, what would be a reasonable or good outcome? A few other strategies. Stop overreacting. One of the skills that we work on in therapy is what I call responding versus reacting. By definition, if you are reacting to something, you're not really thinking. To get better outcomes, what we need to do is, first of all, not react, and then engage our best thinking, think of your options, problem solve, and usually you'll be able to find some kind of of solution or option that can help you deal effectively with the situation. The last strategy, develop your self-awareness. When you are aware of what's going on with you, how you feel, what you're thinking, being aware of your current state of mind, that puts you in a position to better realize the reality of what you're dealing with And second, find good solutions to navigate the situation more effectively. Overall, stress is a very big issue and topic in mental health. We all experience stress every single day. Part of healthy self-care is recognizing those things that are stressful to you and then utilizing healthy coping skills to manage, to problem-solve, and navigate your way through each day of life. Take good care of yourself, work on some of these stress management strategies, and then practice. Try them out in different situations and start seeing the better outcomes that you can get in your daily life. I'm Dr. Jeremy Crosby. I will see you in the next episode. This has been 12 Minutes of Mental Health by Dr. Jeremy Crosby. It is our hope that you are learning the skills that you need in order to heal and effectively cope with the situations in your life. We wish for you the highest good and the absolute best outcomes in all things. 12 Minutes of Mental Health is brought to you by Psyche and Soul, produced by Madonna Studios. Coming to you from the middle of nowhere. Music by Kevin McLeod.